Hello and welcome to Pastor Cares, your daily podcast for faith, wisdom, and encouragement. The topics may vary, but the love will remain the same. Again, dear friends, welcome, glad to have you, so happy that you've decided to join us again, and appreciative that we can take the time to have a conversation together, pray together, talk about some scripture. What a wonderful day and a great day to be alive, to know God and the beauty of God's holiness. I don't know if you got an opportunity to worship on yesterday, but I'm so grateful that I had an opportunity to stop and worship. Didn't get to go out to a particular building, but worship emerging from my heart within the and the protection of my own domain to know that God is yet alive not just in buildings with steeples but the presence of God resides in houses with chimneys in apartment buildings with neighbors and such God is yet there that ought motivate us to worship in season and out of season, worship in buildings, in fields, in the park, because God is worthy. No matter the time or season, God is truly worthy. Friends, let's take the time to pray. God, we thank thee. We praise your holy name. How wonderful, how magnificent, how perfect is your name. It's just good to hear the name Jesus. For at that name every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. At that name demons tremble and flee. Sweetest name I've ever heard, the name Jesus. Oh, how precious, oh, how sweet. We worship you today, God, with our heart, our mind, our soul. We give it all to you. For, Lord, we realize we're not worthy. Our righteousness is but filthy rags, and yet you love us. We're so grateful. We're so happy. We're so overwhelmed with joy just thinking about your goodness, your righteousness. We thank you, God, for just caring about us. In this great big world, you yet still know the number of hairs even upon the head of your children. Thank you, God. Thank you for strength and health. Thank you for 
this morning's rising. Thank you for last night's laying down. We thank you, God, that you've given us a provision, a, a crust of bread even as such. We thank you, Lord, for such as we have. All of our gifts, all that is great, all that is wonderful has come from you, and we acknowledge your presence, your graceful love that surrounds us and motivates joy to proceed from our heart into the world that those who are dying, the perishing, might realize that there is life in you and life more abundantly. So continue to bless us, Lord. Guide us by your perfect will, your way, your word. Lead us by your Holy Spirit that your word might lead us into all truth and righteousness. Help us that we might love one another. Help us that we might love you and one another. Help us, God, that we might do the command that Christ has left for us. And then help us to go and spread the gospel to the world to teach. Help us, Lord, to bring them into the family, to welcome them home. Oh, we thank you, God. In Christ's precious, wonderful, great, magnificent name we pray. Amen. friends, we were so excited because one of our daughters got married. It was a wonderful, wonderful affair and occasion. You know, just like relationships go, before you get married, there's a courtship, there's the engagement and so I watched she and her suitor as they courted each other through engagement and as is normal it's the smiling and the laughter it is the constant speech about the other person because you know how it is when you're young and in love. You just talk about the other person. That's where your mind is. You're thinking about getting married. And you see a couple together. You think about uh, what the future might hold for them. When you see people who are young and in love, you wonder what will they do together. And then they court, and then finally uh, they get prepared. A lot of preparation, a lot of celebrations, a lot of fittings and trying on clothes and picking out colors and all of that. And then finally there's the wedding day, the 
couple comes to the altar and they profess their love before their friends and family and community. And after they get married, then there's usually a reception or something of that sense where people come and celebrate the nuptials. So exciting. There are people who sit during the wedding and they cry and others smile and some are taking pictures and just excitement is in the air. Flowers and celebration. They're getting married. And then, you know, there's always the question in the back of some minds as to whether any relationship will last and so you're excited to see them get married and maybe I don't know how you feel about this friends but I always get excited to see couples years later because that says they made it and that's exciting the wedding is wonderful but the idea of a couple staying together and maturing together is so wonderful when you can see a husband and wife who are on the same accord, on the same page. In fact, Jesus said that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And so it's beautiful to see a couple walk together in the spirit and the joy of God and the unity of thought and mind press toward the same mission that God gives to the family and to fulfill the purpose of God. How beautiful, how wonderful. That's good news to me, good news that they made it. Good news to know that it didn't end in dissolution, but it thrives to maturity to produce children and memories together and so on and so forth. How wonderful, how beautiful. Sometimes in times like these, it's good to remember old things and memories and good times and the beauty and celebration of life and family. Just to think about that gets you through the day, gives you some motivation because then we can also see the pattern of God in all things that are good, all things that are good and perfect. We can see the pattern of God always in the mix. And so it makes me think about a scripture, friends, Revelation chapter 22. The last chapter, last book of the Bible. So John penned these words, Revelation chapter 22. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, 
which bare twelve manna of fruits and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the thing which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keepeth the sayings of this book, worship God. And he said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and homeowners and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto you, you need to realize that God is blessing us. that we've been blessed. We've been blessed with an invitation to come. What a wonderful invitation. Not just because it is an invitation to come, but because something happens in verse 17 that's exciting. It's good news. 
you know, you wonder, again, will they make it? They get married. You go to the reception, and you wonder, will they make it? You pray for them, and you want them to make it. Will they make it? Well, you know, Christ is the groom. Church is the bride. And there's no fault in Jesus. The bride has many issues. The church backslides. The church neglects to follow the way and the law of God at times. Perfect groom but a very flawed bride. And so you wonder, will it work? Will it work? But I'm so glad that with God, it works. Because the Lord can make a way out of no way. I've watched God do it so many times before in our depression, in our sadness, in our doubt, and in our unbelief, we often wonder, will it work? But with God, it always works. Our God is powerful and mighty. And so you wonder, will it work? Verse 17 shows us a glimpse of the future and the spirit and the bride saying come and the spirit and the bride say come strikes my heart because you see it's God and the church finally on one accord one word says it all Simply come. Not many words, not many thoughts, just an invitation to come. The Spirit and the Bride on the same page. God directing us to love and to care, leading us to spread the good news, the gospel, inviting the world to come to the great feast, to the coronation, to that day when we will be called, where God will call and we must answer, the word is simply come. Come, one word. Spirit and the bride, the church and God. The church and Christ on the same page. Sometimes you wonder, will it work? And then you look to the scriptures and realize, has to work because the groom is the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the first and the last you you realize it has to work because the dogs the sorcerers the homongers and the murderers the idolaters they're going to be left on the outside with those who love and make lies there won't be any opposition to 
the truth opposition to the relationship between church and God. Oh, look at what this looks like. God is leading us to a place of ultimate peace where the relationship between church and Christ becomes unified in thought that we might have the mind that is also in Christ Jesus. And they simply say, come. It has to work. There's a river of water that is clear as crystal. That's a river of water of life and it's proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. It will drown out all the impurities and bring the greatest amount of nurture to the world that we might be like a tree as David talks about in Psalm 1, be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. Oh, it has to work because God is such a miracle worker. God is such a wonderful engineer of nature and things. As God uh, engineered a tree that could bear 12 manner of fruit, 12 different kind of fruits yielding the right fruit in the right month. It has to work. Look at our wonderful God. God is able to do and to perform his will. Whatever God wants to do, God can do. It has to work. The curse shall be gone and never more to bother us ever again. It has to work. It has to work because as they saw him, they looked like him. And oh, to look upon his face and to be like our daddy and realize that there shall be no night there. We won't need a candle. We won't need the sunlight because our God will be the light. Well, dear friends, it's so exciting to know that we've been invited, that not only have we been invited, we get to participate because we've been called to that great place where God shall forever be praised. I can't wait, friends. For that day when we shall all worship together in the presence of God in another realm and atmosphere. But until then, we get to worship down here. Somebody said, don't wait till the battle is over, shout now. Because all of our troubles, our trials, our tribulations, this too shall pass. We shall enjoy the sunshine once again. If not on these shores, on the shores of Zion with our great God, the King of Kings, forever and forever. What joy, what peace. Friends, I hope I've been encouraging and helpful today as we've looked into the scriptures and had our conversation, talked about our great God. Thanks again for coming and having this little conversation. Excited about the fact that it does work all on one accord, pronouncing one word, simply come.
So I'm thankful again, friends, that you have come to share with us, and we hope that uh, someday we will get to once again not be as socially distant as we are these days. We will once again enjoy the relationship and company, the warmth of each one's voice. But until then, stay strong, be encouraged, realize that it does work. Because when our God is in it, it always will. Whatever God starts, God finishes. Alpha and Omega. Well, let's pray together, friends, a prayer that's very familiar, one that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Thank you, Lord. Wow. God is good. And all the time, God is good. We can connect with God, friends, any time. You can always talk to God and tell him all your problems or situations, whether a simple prayer or a complex dissertation. God hears us all and understands every word. And so, friends, don't forget to pray. Talk to God. Have a little talk with Jesus. You'll find out he'll make it all right. I know he will. I bet somebody out there right now is saying it with me right now. I know I can get an amen on that. Because Jesus died for us. Saved us from sin. And lives forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah for the name. I wish you'd just take a minute. Praise God with me. Just thank him right now. Mm, mm, mm. All that you've been through. All the mountains you've been over. All the valleys you've been through. Just thank him right now. Mm. Oh, you know, I know that God is good. Do you know God is good? 
have you ever done anything for you? Can you remember what God has done for you? How he picked you up and turned you around and put your feet on solid ground? Mm-mm-mm. You, you remember what the doctor said, but now you realize that what God said was true. You still here. Oh, what a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm, I dare you to say hallelujah one time. Just praise God. You, you don't have to be in church to cut you a step right now. You don't have to be in church to raise your hands and tell him thank you. You don't have to be in church. In fact, there's no embarrassment where you are if you're at home, in the privacy of your own home, in your own secret closet. Just tell the Lord thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, but if you're on the bus, you might look a little weird right now, but go ahead. Just let your shoulder move for the Lord. Maybe you're listening to it on your Bluetooth in your car. Don't you wreck nothing, but just say thank you. Because God is so worthy. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all have to excuse me for a minute. Because God been so good to me. Mm. Not only has God been good to me, God is good to me. And with great expectation in my heart, I've been invited by the Spirit and the Bride. Mm-mm-mm. Say, come to the water. Come to the waters of life. I've been invited to quench my thirst at the waters of life. What an invitation. Many years ago, friends, I went to my post office box, had an invitation with a big gold eagle on it. Had an invitation from the President of the United States of America. President William Jefferson Clinton invited me to breakfast. And uh, that was exciting. Very exciting. Invitation from the President of the United States. Just thinking about what the White House would look like, what the meal would taste like, what the people would wear, all of that exciting. But let me tell you, friends, if you think that's exciting, we've been invited. Oh, yes, we've been invited by God. We've been invited to the living waters. We've been invited to that great table that God set before David as he talked and said that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Aren't you glad that God comforts us but then prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies? realizing that God takes care of us. He's our shepherd. We've been invited to the feast of the Lamb. He said, I won't drink it anymore until I drink it with you on the other side. We've been invited to commune with the best, commune with the one who died for us. Now that's good news, friends. Well, I'm about to sign off for the day. I hope that you are yet well and holding on. God bless you and keep you until tomorrow when we get a chance to have another conversation together, pray together, read some scripture. 
just have a little talk with Jesus and all that we do. Look forward to conversing with you again on tomorrow. The topics may change, but the love stays the same. You take care. Be safe. Practice some social distancing out there. Once you get far enough away, step back two more feet. God bless you and God keep you. of PastorCares.com. Thank you for listening and inviting me into your life. Please take the time to subscribe. The topics change, but the love stays the same.